0: the richest person in the world
1: just made a big commitment in the name of the environment. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has announced he's giving away $10 billion to fight climate change. In a post on Instagram today, he unveiled the Bezos Earth Fund. He says the project will fund scientists, activists, NGOs, and any other effort that will help preserve our warming world.
0: Jeff Bezos, Amazon's founder and CEO, and a person whose empire includes everything from Whole Foods and the Washington Post to a rocket company, has announced that he's putting a historic amount of money, $10 billion, into a new Earth fund. The money will be geared toward helping humanity tackle one of the biggest challenges we've ever faced, climate change. So, should we be excited about this? I'm Ariel Zimros. This is Reset. Teddy Schleifer, senior reporter at Recode, help me out here. How much is $10 billion to Bezos?
2: Depends how you run the math here. I mean, Jeff Bezos, with a net worth of $130 billion, is making one of the largest charitable gifts ever, $10 billion to combat climate change. Sounds pretty good. But it's only about 8% of his net worth, which obviously raises the possibility that he could be doing a lot more.
0: Okay, so why is this news?
2: So it's news because it's going to make a tremendous impact in the world uh, of climate change for good or for evil. You know, suddenly Jeff Bezos who is an unelected, largely unaccountable to the public person with a ton of money, is giving the world his money and also means he's giving the world his thoughts on how to address climate change. The the scientists and activists that Jeff Bezos decides to fund will have enormous influence on the country's and the world's response to climate change. Maybe that's good, maybe that's bad, but ultimately we're going to be living in the world that Jeff Bezos wants to design if we aren't already.
0: That's a really interesting idea, which kind of makes me wonder, do we actually know to what kind of projects this money is going? Is he going to have an active hand in deciding what science experiment gets funded and what doesn't?
2: I think it's a great question. You know, details are still pretty scarce. He said he's funding scientists, activists, and NGOs. You know, this was basically a two-paragraph post on Instagram, so that should give you a sense of the amount of detail that we've had. And listeners should know we've asked Amazon for more information, and they've been very stingy about it giving more information at this time.
0: Is there anything in his donation history that can help us guess at how this money will be used?
2: So Jeff Bezos has done this before. About two years ago, a year and a half ago, he said he was going to give a bunch of money to anti-homelessness initiatives, and he set up a board of experts, people who are pretty well-regarded in the homelessness work. And Bezos basically took their recommendations, and actually we at Recode wrote a story about Bezos' very unusual approach to grant making, where rather than kind of putting strict rules on how the money's spent and requiring applicants to jump through tons of hoops, Jeff Bezos basically gave them the money and said, do what you want with it. And it was a pretty extraordinary, no-strings-attached approach to philanthropy. Mm. And if passed this prologue, that should be what he does here.
0: That's interesting because when it comes to science grants, there are huge amounts of, of restrictions. Right. They also tend to have to really plan out exactly how they're going to use the money and I could imagine that being quite liberating for some scientists and some NGOs to not have those kinds of restrictions then again I can also imagine that money being misused in a number of ways without those kinds of restrictions
2: it's certainly a risk you know in the philanthropy world there's been this trend toward more strings attached which probably is exemplified by a different Seattle billionaire Bill Gates and there's been this backlash brewing in the big philanthropy world for a couple of years about why are these donors making us fill out all these forms and these different quarterly reports and one donor wants this metric and another donor wants that metric. You know, I talked with a lot of these nonprofit heads that received money from Bezos late last year and they described it as liberating. But you're mm-hmm. right. The risk is if there is massive abuse which does happen in some isolated instances in the philanthropy world, will Jeff Bezos notice that?
0: The other nice thing about this is that oftentimes smaller NGOs or or smaller labs don't really have the resources to provide the kind of information that these larger grants need. Even though they might be doing amazing science or amazing work in the climate change world, if that kind of information is no longer required, I could also imagine a world where Different groups are getting the money instead of having the same groups get the money over and over and over again because they have the ability to provide this information.
2: Exactly. But, again, we have no details on who's on this advisory board, if one will even exist. I've asked Amazon who's the head of the program. They say we have no details to share at this current time. Details here are are very scarce, and it makes you kind of question if the details aren't ready to be announced, why even announce that commitment in the first place?
0: Right. Which brings me to my next big question, which is, why is he making this announcement now? Do we know?
2: We don't. I mean, Bezos has been under significant pressure from Amazon employees to do more about the climate crisis. And more broadly, Bezos personally is under significant pressure to be a bigger philanthropist. This is someone who is the world's wealthiest person. He has not signed the Giving Pledge, which is a popular promise by many of the world's wealthiest people to give away half their money before they die. And Bezos, for a long time, has made very, very uh, small charitable gifts. He sort of described Blue Origin, his space program, as his philanthropic legacy.
0: Which is a questionable thing to say.
2: It is a for-profit initiative, so that is not certainly the traditional view of charity.
0: And also not exactly an initiative that is geared towards saving the planet from climate change.
2: Correct. So I think more broadly, I think the question of why is Jeff Bezos announcing this now is is a is a great and totally fair question, but I think we've seen in a couple of instances over the last year or two, Jeff Bezos sort of getting more comfortable and and struggling and wrestling with his new fame, right? Everything from this sort of tawdry tabloid scandal uh, with his new girlfriend, who, who has ties to Hollywood. He's buying expensive houses in Los Angeles that are setting California real estate records. Jeff Bezos is becoming much more comfortable and much more realistic about the fact that as the world's wealthiest person, he's just going to draw scrutiny in a way that he never would have even five years ago. So now with this philanthropic commitment, you know, Jeff Bezos has been scrutinized uh, and criticized for basically his lack of serious heavyweight charitable giving. And this seems an answer to say, I'm not going to take it anymore and I'm going to be out there and I'm going to have a pledge details TBD, but I'm doing something.
0: What exactly is Bezos' actual philanthropic track record?
2: Bezos, for a long time, basically gave very, very little away. Like, you really had to scrutinize and and look for a few zeros to find the Jeff Bezos charity efforts. You know, he had a family foundation, which was mostly run by his parents, who have gotten pretty wealthy from some early bets on, on their son's company back in the 1990s. And he didn't really do anything until just a couple years ago when he announced the Day One Fund, which was a $2 billion commitment to homelessness work and to early childhood education. And that's about it until now.
0: It sounds like what Bezos is doing is, on the one hand, extremely altruistic. On the other hand, it gives him a ton of power. Should billionaires have this much power when it comes to global crises like like climate change?
2: Right. There's certainly an argument to be made that Jeff Bezos, who is just one guy in Seattle that nobody has elected, Uh, who had a great idea for an e-commerce company, shouldn't have more power over the countries and the world's response to climate change than you or I should have as voters. So there's certainly some on the left who are glad to see him spending money on an issue that they care about, but they would argue that the $10 billion would be better serviced by federal taxpayers and spent by the federal government. And Jeff Bezos might have good ideas on climate change. He might have bad ideas, but ultimately he's going to become one of the most powerful people in determining the world's response to this. And there are people who say that billionaires are just regular people, and it should be one person, one vote, and they should not be having so much influence over our response to a critical problem.
0: Right, if Bezos decides that what he wants to fund is new battery technologies as opposed to wind energy or or what have you, then then that's the direction that the science world will go in because that's where right. the money is. Right, so the is. question
2: is, would you rather have Jeff Bezos' opinion or to have the world not do enough, which is sort of the track we're on right now. So take, you, know, you got to pick your poison here, whether you want the slow bureaucracy of federal and international government, or you want the fast, decisive, but ultimately biased decision-making of a tech billionaire.
0: Do we know anything about how Amazon employees feel about this donation? Recently, they've been protesting Amazon's environmental track record. So what's going on with that?
2: You know, Amazon uh, employees came out with a statement saying, we applaud Jeff Bezos' philanthropy, but one hand cannot give what the other is taking away. Essentially saying, good job, and now what? I mean, Jeff Bezos basically is making a personal commitment, but there are a lot of climate activists who think that what he's doing with one of the largest companies in the world matters more.
0: Teddy Schleifer is a senior reporter for Recode. Okay. Some Amazon employees don't seem too impressed by Bezos' new Earth Fund. So let's talk about why. What exactly is the environmental impact of Bezos' empire? And what could Jeff Bezos do to really help the planet? That's after the break. This is Reset. Seagal Samuel, staff writer for Vox. What was your first reaction to the news about Jeff Bezos' Earth Fund?
1: (laughs) I think my basic reaction was like, here we go again. You know, this is another time that we're finding a billionaire uh, say, hey, great news, I'm going to give you a huge pile of cash to solve this giant pressing public problem. Side note, my company really is helping to drive that problem at the same time.
0: Uh, I want to dig into that more with you. (laughs) But first, I want to ask you a little bit about this amount of money specifically, right? So we know that Jeff Bezos is worth a lot more than $10 billion. But without thinking about that, is putting $10 billion toward climate change, is that a big deal?
1: Yeah. So it's actually a huge, huge amount relative to the amount of money we normally have to work with to fight climate change. Overall... U.S. philanthropic funding for climate change is generally somewhere on the order of several hundred million dollars per year, Mm. but $10 billion is just orders of magnitude more than what we normally have to work with.
0: So with that in mind, how have people who've been operating in trying to deal with climate change for years, I'm talking NGOs, environmental organizations, how have they reacted to this announcement?
1: I mean, everyone is happy that this extra $10 billion is suddenly in play because, sure, why wouldn't you be happy about that? Like, that's a good thing. But I think people are very skeptical about the motives and also just questioning how exactly this $10 billion is going to be used because there's effective ways to use it and much less effective ways to use it. Um, And people are also kind of a little skeptical because Amazon has, shall we say, not the best record on climate (laughs) change. You know, so, for example, Greenpeace uh, tweeted, Why is Amazon providing advanced computing technologies to the oil and gas industry so it can discover and drill more oil more efficiently? Jeff Bezos, if you want a climate-safe future, that oil must stay in the ground. So they're sort of pointing out some seeming discrepancies here. Okay, so let's talk this through a bit. If Jeff
0: Bezos is giving away this much money, one would think that he might care about this cause— but he's also the guy behind Amazon, which is a huge company. And I'm not just talking about the products that you can buy on Amazon.com, but also like the Amazon cloud services and a bunch of other companies like Ring, Whole Foods, Zappos, Twitch. So what do we know about Amazon's environmental record?
1: Yeah. So as you mentioned, right, when, when we think of Amazon, we, we might think of their climate impact in terms of the fuel guzzling delivery trucks or the tons of plastic packaging that our packages come in when they arrive at our door. But Amazon also does a lot of other stuff. So they have, you know, Amazon Web Services, which courts oil and gas companies that use its tech to locate new fossil fuel deposits. That's what that Greenpeace tweet was alluding to. Amazon also sponsors other groups like think tanks. And in one case, they sponsored a think tank called the Competitive Enterprise Institute, which promotes climate change denial. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Um, The New York Times did a story on this in 2019, how they, uh, Amazon sponsored their gala, this think tank's gala. And so that kind of raised some eyebrows. Do we know
0: anything about Amazon's carbon footprint? Like, do we have numbers to assign to this company?
1: So Amazon itself is a really big threat to the climate. In 2018, it actually emitted more than 44 million metric tons of carbon which, just to put that in perspective, mm-hmm. that's almost as much as an entire nation around the size of Switzerland, Denmark, or Norway would emit in an entire year.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So this is this is not like a small thing. Amazon has a huge environmental impact.
1: Yeah, we have to think of Amazon as basically like a small country.
0: And does that include Amazon's web services as well? From what I understand, cloud computing is also a huge environmental threat.
1: Yeah, I I believe that that includes that aspect of it. And the cloud computing is also really problematic. There was actually a Greenpeace investigation last year that found that the Amazon data centers in Virginia, which is where most of the cloud infrastructure is based, they're powered by only 12% renewable energy. And Amazon keeps saying, we're going to get to 100% renewable energy. But they're still only at 12% there. Right. So, you know, Amazon could arguably be moving away from fossil fuels a lot faster and could certainly be cutting ties with industry, oil and gas industry folks who are just actively harming the climate. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, Basically, Amazon's web services courts oil and gas companies and says, hey, we'll give you this really advanced computing technology that will enable you to more efficiently locate oil and gas uh, deposits so that you can take those out of the ground.
0: Um, oh. Okay. So they're actually just straight up enabling the extraction of, of oil and gas.
1: Exactly. And, and telling companies, will it enable you to do this more quickly, more efficiently, which obviously is kind of at odds with the purported message of we really care about climate change. I think you do have to be looking at his wider record And especially the fact that in the past few months, employees within Amazon have been really, really pushing the company and publicly protesting and talking to the press and saying how this company has a really bad environmental record and practices. And then Amazon has reportedly threatened to fire them if they continue to speak to the press about this. So that is not really congruous with the image that Bezos is now trying to project when he makes a sexy announcement on Instagram of, hey, I'm going to drop $10 billion. Yeah, I
0: really, I'm i really starting to have trouble seeing how any of this works. So with all that in mind, does $10 billion, does all of this money, does that add up? Is this the best way for Bezos to make a dent in the global problem that is climate change?
1: So I think there's a really good argument to be made that the best way for him to help Uh, fight climate change, is just to first clean house at his own company. He can have a guaranteed positive impact by just cleaning up Amazon. Whereas if he goes the route of philanthropy, like those donations may have a positive effect, but they also may have pretty much no effect. It all depends on how he uses that money. What do you mean by cleaning up Amazon? What could Jeff Bezos actually do? I think the biggest things that Bezos could do would be, one, cutting ties with the oil and gas companies that are using Amazon's tech to find those new deposits of fossil fuels. Two, it could stop pushing back on its employees who are raising the alarm about climate impacts. It could stop threatening to fire them and actually credit them for helping the company move in a more climate-friendly direction. It could speed up its move to renewable energy, for example, at its data centers with its cloud computing. It could use less plastic in its packaging in terms of what it sends to our doors. Okay, so with all of that
0: in mind, is Amazon doing anything to clean up its act
1: currently? Amazon has already pledged to use 100% renewable energy by 2030 and to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2040, which, you know, that's 10 years earlier than the Paris Agreement calls for. So that's something. And it's also said that it's going to order 100,000 electric delivery vehicles to replace the fossil fuel guzzling vehicles that usually deliver your package to your doorstep. So, you know, we're seeing moves like that. We're seeing some moves towards renewable energy, but arguably not at as fast a pace as many would like.
0: So overall, how should we think about this $10 billion that Bezos wants to give away?
1: I think that if he is set on giving away this money, okay. the question we should then ask is, how can he use this money most effectively? And I think the first thing that's going to pop up in a lot of people's minds is using that money for R&D, for clean energy technologies. And that's a pretty popular solution, like that sort of tech solution. And that's good and that's important. But actually, a lot of experts would say we already have a lot of that technology in place already. Like, we're not really struggling to find these technologies. What we're more struggling with is finding the political will to put those technologies in place. And so a lot of experts I've spoken to have said, you know, if you really want to use that money well, what you should do is give it to lobbying groups, give it to uh, groups that are going to help put Democrats in positions of power, going to put politicians who are really climate-friendly into... Congress.
0: Right, which often happen to be Democrats. Yeah.
1: So, you know, if you can get a climate-friendly politician into Congress or into the presidency, that is arguably the most effective use of your money. Should we be looking
0: to billionaires to help slow down or even halt climate change? Is money really the problem here? Like, is that what we need? $10 billion from some other billionaire? Is that
1: really going to help? Look, I'll take it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to say no to the $10 billion because you can. there are a lot of organizations that you can give that money to that will put it to good use. And not all of them are tech companies, right? Some of them are lobbying groups. Some of them are activist groups. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that money is not the number one thing we're lacking. The number one thing we're lacking is political will. And money is useful insofar as it can help us build political will, help us get climate-friendly politicians into power. So as a vehicle toward that, I'd say, sure, it's great. Seagal Samuel is a staff writer for Vox.com.
0: We asked Amazon a number of questions about the company's environmental track record, including about Greenpeace's investigation, which, you'll remember, said that Amazon had only reached 12% renewable energy At their Virginia data centers. An Amazon representative told us that Greenpeace's number is incorrect, but didn't send us the correct number. As for our other questions, the representative said no comment. This is Reset, and I'm Ariel Dimross. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at ADRS. You can also reach the Reset team by emailing reset at vox.com. We publish three episodes a week on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So if you haven't already, subscribe to the pod. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or in your favorite podcast app. And if you like what you hear, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. We'll be back on Sunday. Later, nerds.